0: This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is Your Brand Matters. Just as you might expect, today I'm going to talk about your own personal brand and why the world needs it. I'm going to guess if you're listening to this podcast at this moment, this is not the first episode you have ever consumed. Right? No longer am I ranking on the iTunes charts, no longer their there traffic going to anything that I'm doing, right? I'm 8, 9, maybe 10,000 downloads a show. Right? The numbers have retreated some. So by the nature of that, I can assume, and I know what that can make me, an ass, but I, I can assume this is not your first show. If you're one of the really crazy listeners that has listened to all 360 episodes so far, I'm incredibly grateful for you to be on this journey with me. I think it's crazy that you'd want to listen to me talk for 360 days straight, but I more power to you. It's flattering. But so much of what I share and so much of what I believe in is just now being myself. You see, I share very openly that I'm growing, right? I'm changing. I'm evolving. And from this show, I've shared what I'll call the inconvenient truths of my life. Those inconvenient truths are the failures, the skin knees, the infidelities, the all the things. I don't even have to list them off. They're huge. They're long. The first 100 episodes are just about all of that stuff. But what that has done is allowed me a platform in which there's a good chance you have connected with me on a little bit of a deeper level. When I share that, what I mean by those words are that coming into a conversation with me, whether it's on the phone or in person, maybe it's even through email, one of the most common responses I get is, I feel like I know you. I feel like I know everything about you. And that's just one of the coolest things for me to get to experience because I never really think about it. I sit here in the studio with Kurt, sometimes my wife. If I'm lucky, Doug or Chris graces with their presence, but it's not very often intentionally. Right? So, I don't really know. I don't I don't consciously keep track of the content that I put out. It's very unique in the way that that happens because I'm recording this episode on a Tuesday and it probably won't air for another 10 or 14 days. Maybe longer. So I don't I truly don't know when things come out. When when you hear this episode, I don't exactly know the state of mind I was in when I recorded it. What I do know is I get to tell the truth. I get to share what actually happened. And today is no different. You see, there's seven other individuals that are working through the process of coming internally here inside the Life Optimization Group. They're really some truly phenomenal individuals. I have everything from wives of police officers to mid-sized business owners to very decorated military officers and holistic health professionals. Right, I have a speckling of people from every time zone, every socioeconomic background, every income level. It's just this incredible group of people. And it might surprise you. I say that facetiously. The first assignment as I'm training these people on how to become coaches, right, have their own personal brand, was to begin to record their own podcast. There's something very therapeutic about being able to sit in front of a microphone and perfect your message, fully realizing that perfection is something that we chase that can never be achieved. And so the directions I gave in our – we have a Zoom call. Right? If you haven't used Zoom before, it's a platform that you use on your phone or on your computer where it's a video conference call where you can see everybody's face and interact with people. And so on the first call, we were locked in together for an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And I gave really just direct, clear, specific directions. Simply record one episode. Buy this mic, you know, the, the Rode USB mic I've spoken about. It's a very low barrier to entry. Buy that to Starworth or something better. Hook it up. Record one episode. Put it in a Dropbox. Send it over to Kurt. Allow him to listen to it so he can help you perfect your audio quality. And then we'll turn you loose on recording more. Well, two weeks had passed between our calls. Right? The, the The week following the initial phone call was the event that I had here in Columbus, so of course there was no I wasn't gonna step away to have that conversation. So as I'm seeing these podcasts come in and I'm discussing it with Kurt and Magica we're looking, it's like, Man, there's just a failure to communicate here. Obviously the words that came out of my mouth were not quite as clear as they needed to be, because people are submitting multiple shows. People have different microphones, people have different audio qualities. Like there's there's all these stories, right? There's all these things that go round and round and it makes it so there's not a clear, concise message, right? And I take great pride in what it is that I've built. And certainly if I'm going to put my stamp of approval on someone else's show, I want to make sure it sounds good. And so we have this tough conversation last Friday. And admittedly, from my standpoint, it wasn't even that tough. It was just factual, That here's what we agreed to, and yet here's what was executed. So there's a misalignment here. And if things would continue that way, it wouldn't be worth my headache to try to assist in building out your podcast for you. doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that things wouldn't align the right way. But then we start peeling back a couple layers. Because sure, following directions matters. Inside this game, we would say the details matter. But following directions matter, but so does the message that you share. One of the many reasons, potentially, that you're still listening to this point, 360 days into this evolution, is because of the message that I have shared. I can only imagine a parallel universe where I hopped on episode one, day one, and said, I have all this stuff figured out. Let me preach to you into the pulpit. Let me make sure you know exactly what you're doing wrong. Let me, just cover, let me cover what this is to be an optimized man or woman. I don't think the show would have had the success that it had. I don't know because that was never my path. But what I have encouraged every one of these individuals to do is to share their truth. Now, their truth doesn't have to be as ugly as mine. right? I know I tip way deep into the deep end of the swimming pool. It's not convenient. It's not fun. It's not sexy to talk about how when I first got with my wife, I was in another relationship. It's facts. No point in running from it. But not implying that any of the people that are a part of the life optimization group or in the process of becoming a part of had the same story. But they have their own versions of their own truth. And it's my belief system that in building any sort of personal brand, you want to have it be authentic based off of who you are. You know, too quickly we default back to the highlight reel. Of everything in life. Like we don't want anybody to see our quote unquote dirty shoes. I think about your own Instagram profile right now. I'm not imploring that you. Or implying that you share a bunch of dirty laundry. And you whine all the time on on Instagram. Or Facebook. Or a podcast. But some days are not the hyper filtered. Perfect lighting. Great captioned. Days. Some days, for me, I put my dog to sleep. And if you're measuring engagement and you're on my Instagram page, if I go back over the post past 60 days, that post out-engaged everything else. It's me. My eyes are red. My cheeks are swollen. I'm... Obviously, I'd just been crying, and the picture that I post is literally inside the vet clinic. You know, moments before we put Zeus down. That's real stuff. Right, losing best friends, having abscesses—like there's there's things for me. And so instead of trying to pretty it up and make it sound all beautiful, it's just like, nah, here's here's just how it is. If you're unfamiliar with a woman named Rachel Hollis, I would encourage you to pause this and go take a look at her. Like take a look at her social media profile, take a look at her podcast, you know, her and her husband, do some really incredible things. Rachel is really one of the first ones that I found that took this authentic vulnerability to a new place. i right? imagine you ladies stepping out of the house without, you know, a full face of makeup, or posting pictures online where you know, you're a little oh. disheveled. Probably makes your stomach turn a little bit. I get it. It's not fun to be judged. But Rachel literally has made a whole brand out of just that. And what I've found is, in sharing what is truthful to you, you realize that no one can really judge me. Or judge you and when I say that it's not you can't judge me you're more than welcome to you probably are doing it right now it's human nature but the way that that judgment hits my ears and if it impacts me or not that's a decision that's up to me you see if I'm sharing the truth from a place of again I refer back to authentic vulnerability something where I'm just owning who I am and what I'm about it makes like very very easy You might not love what I have to say, but it's my truth nonetheless. And the beautiful part about that is my truth consistently changes. I think that's normal. In my opinion, if you're so rigid that you're never open to new possibilities, then you're kind of stuck always living exactly how you live. And many of you, I'm sure, are producing at an incredibly high level, and you wouldn't want any part of your life to change whatsoever. So you don't have to be open to any new possibilities. You've kind of already got the game of life figured out. But for me, I don't feel that way. I'm consistently curious. And so as I'm pouring into these seven people working through their branding and marketing and their message, I then default back to a conversation I had with a great client of mine in that same week. You know, he was using a third-party social media posting company to post pictures onto his Instagram page. They're stock photos. They don't matter. right? Think about what you engage with currently. Like, You want real-life things. You want to know the person behind the business. right? Not that we all wouldn't use Facebook. We all would. Shoot, I, I had Facebook back when it was just a college-only thing. But there's something different because we know Mark Zuckerberg. We might not know him personally, but he's got a persona, an image. We know his pictures. We know a little bit about him and his quirks. Same thing with Elon Musk and Tesla, SpaceX. Right? There's something different that, that happens when you are willing to put yourself out in front and become humanized. Right? Whether you agree with smoking pot or not, the fact that Elon Musk decided to smoke on Joe Rogan's podcast, instantly put this guy that's on a pillar, right? I think most of us, if we're at least myself, I don't know, I don't know about you, Like he, he's way up, he's, he's at the top of the mountain, right? He's an innovator, he's worried about solving world problems for generations to come, an incredibly successful businessman, all these things, I was like, man, I, I don't know if I could ever be him. I don't know about you, but that's story that plays on my mind. All of a sudden, when Joe Rogan asks him if he wants to smoke a joint and he says yes and smokes it, it's like, oh, wow. He is no different than I am. Now, I don't smoke pot. It's not my thing, but I could, right? I, I could figure out. I think it's it's legal in Ohio right now, Kurt. I think I saw medical. Medical, medical marijuana is now legal in Ohio. I don't have a medical license, nor do I want one, but I could, in theory, go out and Get all those things that I would need and go smoke a joint today. It makes you relatable. Like, none of us want to feel like we're alone, yet all of us feel like we're alone. We feel like we're alone because we don't share the actual truth of what's going on. We share the highlight reel. So we share the shit. Right? We, we, you know, we share the the positive. We share the vacation to Miami Beach and we're staying at Fountain Blue and we're eating at the best steakhouse. But what we don't share is the fact that we argued with our boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, husband, wife, the entire trip down. What we didn't share is we really don't have the money to make it there. We're putting on a credit card and running up debt to make sure that we look good because we care. Now, I'm not inherently saying there's something wrong with those actions. right? If that's the way you're living your life, more power to you. Certainly not a financial advisor by any stretch of the imagination. What I would have you consider just for a moment, is what happens if Instagram and Facebook went away? All right, there was a day a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, at this point, where they stopped working. right? Like you couldn't post things, you couldn't share things. It's like the great social media blackout. It's like a 13-hour period where things were just a little quirky what would you share? How would you share it? Who would you share it to? I'd encourage you to consider those are the things that probably matter and those are the people that matter. And that all the likes and the comments don't equate to anything. They're fleeting. They'll go away. You're only as relevant as the next salacious thing you post, or the next incredibly sexy picture you post. If you're a lady, maybe even men, right? Six pack abs, washboard, whatever you want to say, right? The next greatest vacation you take, the next new car you buy, the next watch selfie you take in with your hand on the steering wheel to make sure everybody sees you have a Rolex on your wrist while you're driving your Mercedes. My friend, on your personal brand, I'm going to encourage you to get over yourself. 'Cause that Rolex can be bought anywhere. And so can that Mercedes. The only part that couldn't be bought in that equation is you. But the fact you're cheapening yourself down enough to appear as though you can be bought diminishes your own personal value, right? I respect the fact if you're doing very well for yourself, I love it. But truly, I think it's incredible. If you're at a place where you can buy a new you know, three-quarters of a million-dollar house or a million-dollar house, that is fantastic. That probably means you worked your ass off to get there. What I would question is the necessity to post it online so everybody sees it. What does that really do? Is that really building your personal brand or is that a, a play to your fragile ego? Same thing for the majority of the car lovers out there. You work your ass off, you buy a new Porsche 911, you can't help but take a picture of it, right? Just certain lighting, oh, my baby's home looks so good, cleaned up in the garage. Yeah, I get it. There's only a few guys that I know that are true, true, true car lovers. And oddly enough, I'd say Andy Frisella is one of them. Andy posts a ton of pictures and videos about cars. Because the empire that he built was based off the fact when he was young, he had a picture of a Lamborghini, either Countach or Diablo, that was hanging up on his wall. And he was so steadfast and so dedicated that he wanted one of those that he worked his ass off to get them and then just never shies away from the fact he loves cars. I think the guy has more cars than I have pairs of socks at this point. It is awesome. But it's different. He didn't go rent a Lamborghini for a photo shoot. And again, I'm not knocking you if that's what you're doing. To each their own. But I would encourage you to start to ask yourself, why am I about to share this on social? Why am I going to share these words on the podcast? What's the desired result? Am I doing it for me or am I doing it for attention? If I'm doing it for attention, am I doing it for the good intention or the bad intention? You might be saying, well, what's the bad intention? To me, the bad intention comes from those people that you wouldn't inherently want to associate with. That you don't believe align with your mission and vision values for your life. That are all over the place. I don't think you need to share that. No different than I don't feel like if you were unfaithful to your partner, there might not be a time and place where it ever makes sense to share that socially. What will always make sense is when you be yourself. And the people that like who you are will follow you, just like you have followed the words on this podcast. You might have left for a period of time, or maybe after this show you'll leave, or maybe you've invited 100 people to come listen. Just stop apologizing for who you are, but figure out who you are. And figure out why it matters to you that you know who you are. And from that standpoint, when you share things, do you build your personal brand... Every day forward, you'll be able to get shit done.